The Grim Reaper Gamers are a 25 and older video game community with members spanning the globe, playing games across all genres and platforms. Bring your thick skin, drink of choice, and grab your controllers. GRG members are on nightly with official community nights every Wednesday. And now, it's time for the, the ReaperCast. Reaper Hello and welcome to the 167th episode of the ReaperCast. My name is Jack and I'll be your host for this episode. You may also know me as the head grumpkin in charge of the Grim Reaper Gamers, Lala Calamari. And I am back from the dead. Unfortunately, we missed recording two weeks ago because I had a slight case of the bubonic plague. I survived. Everybody in GRG rejoiced. They're all happy for me. Anyway, Getting back into the swing of things, uh, I just want to let everyone know why we missed last episode. We don't like to miss stuff we have scheduled. Anyway, for tonight's podcast, we will be discussing Halo Infinite, Battlefield 2042, Call of Duty Vanguard, Icarus, Last Cohort, and Take-Two is getting, or they're suing someone, right? Yeah, Take-Two is suing the maker of It Takes Two. It's a very confusing title. All right. We have a lot of ground to cover. Let's get on with the guests on our show. First up, we have returning the real crowbar. How you doing? What you drinking? And what you playing? Hey, um, doing all right. I'm actually on PTO this week, so that was kind of nice taking a break from the grind. So I'm setting my time grinding on Battlefield 2042. Uh, that and then also Final Fantasy 14 just had a new expansion come out. But due to server load, I'm never able to get logged in. There's queues of 3,000 people in front of me. So I haven't played that much yet. Drinking currently just a moment. So just some Diet Mountain Dew because I'm getting over a cold as well. That's about it. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. Also uh, on the show, we have Solus Grim. How you doing? What you drinking? And what you playing? I'm doing good. Just looking at laptops. And I'm drinking cream soda. And I've been playing Icarus on the PC. Buy me a laptop while you're at it. No. Fuck you. Yeah. I mean, if we're able to put requests in, I'll take one, too. Well, there you go. See if they can offer you a deal. Get three of them. We'll take them. <laughs> we'll take one each. And you can pay for it. I like that. That works for me. I, that's a fantastic idea. Yeah. <sighs> no. <laughs> fuck you guys. You're all rich. Buy your own. Oh. <sighs> Kidding me? My PC's so old. How old is it? It's old. No, I thought it was <laughs> no, I had no joke. <laughs> I was trying to think of something, but I failed. Uh, okay. Kind of like when I registered GRG's domain name. Um, all right, yeah. Once again, my name is Jack, and I am drinking a Sierra Nevada Celebration Fresh Hop IPA, and it's a holiday beer. I usually like Sierra Nevada beers, but this one's a little. I don't know. It's not my favorite. I'll finish the beer, but that's about it. <laughs> I won't be buying it again. I am currently playing Call of Duty Vanguard, of course, because I'm a COD whore, and uh, as well as the Halo campaign. So I am playing some single player. It's very rare that I do that. All right, uh, let's get on with the show. We'll start off with the episode rant. And I had a different rant two weeks ago, but Call of Duty fixed it. So I'm going to scrap that one and go into... 
the issue I have with Quick Resume working on the Xbox Series X. And I need to ask, does this feature actually even work? I remember like when they were pimping the Xbox Series X, they kept talking about the Quick Resume, how it's going to change everything when you, you, you turn on the game, you turn on your Xbox, click on the game, it takes you right into the action. Of all the games I have, I think only works on one title, and that's Forza Horizon 5. It works great there. You click on it, and you're right into the game. Pretty much for every other game, it's either bugged or it doesn't work. Uh, Call of Duty Vanguard. It says it's using Quick Resume to launch, and then it's either takes forever, it hangs you at the loading screen, or you, get, you have to restart the game for this, that, or the other thing. I've never gotten into it it's easier just to manually quit that game and restart it because that's the only way it's going to work elder scrolls online not at all i wish it would i wish it would just get you right to the character select screen that'd be great nope halo infinite you would think it would work with this i mean this is the flagship shooter from microsoft right and um it kind of works for single player and single player only but that's bugged because apparently progress you make in the single player game if you do a quick launch it, it doesn't transfer over so the psa when playing halo infinite campaign you will come across armor lockers that contain cosmetics for your multiplayer spartan and if you do a quick resume sometimes it lists you as offline or disconnected from the services and when that happens those cosmetics or the things you earned in game won't show up in your multiplayer inventory so that's what i was trying to say yeah, so that's not working. I, I think they're working on a, a patch for that, but I don't know. As far as if you were to quick launch Halo to play multiplayer, forget it, because it just doesn't load multiplayer. It won't let you search for games or anything. You, you just have to manually quit that game, restart it, and then everything's fine. So, Have you seen this, Solo Scrim? Like, when you play with the Series X, have you had any uh, issues? Well, sir. We're not all rich. I have a Series S because it's the only one I could get. Well, apparently you are rich because you're buying us all laptops. <laughs> I'm not buying anybody a goddamn laptop. Oh, okay. Thanks again for that, Karim. We appreciate it. If they have colors for it, can you let me know? Because I have to have a specific color. But go ahead. Yeah. So you have, you have the Series S, but that should have quick resume as well, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Does it uh, work? I don't know. I, don't, I haven't played an Xbox in forever. No. You're one of I've them. been on my PC, so I actually couldn't help you with this. When I have used it before, though, and it did seem to work just fine for me, but I, like I said, I haven't used it enough to really tell you if it's had problems. All I know is whenever I try to launch a game, it usually hangs because of quick resume, and you just kind of really have to, uh, I don't know, it just never seems to work. And it's frustrating. It was something they were pimping like crazy when these things came out, and we're still not there yet. Anyway, it's not a big deal. Manual quit the games, and next time I turn it on, it starts from the beginning, and it's usually faster. All righty. Uh, let's move along to Gaming and Geek News. Up first, Take-Two is suing game maker of its It Takes Two. Well, that's just, it drives me crazy. That's like a tongue twister. Uh, Hazelight Studios is caught up in a trademark dispute with publisher Take-Two Interactive over its hit co-op game, It Takes Two. Yeah, so according to Eurogamer report, it found that the studio abandoned its trademark application for the game's title after Take-Two indicated that it would oppose it. So I don't know what they're actually suing them for, but I think, Solus, you had this one figured out? 
I was more or less it takes two was trying to trademark that name and take two said no. And so it's essentially just the name there. They were trying to trademark that way. It can't be, you know, everything comes with trademarks that way they can legally sue anyone. If they they try to steal the name, stuff like that. But Hazelite is going to abandon the claim, which puts the, it takes two name like kind of out there, but, I don't know. They, I think they're less concerned about it at this point because it's like Take Two is a big ass company that's trying to destroy this super small company of like, I think they're like fifty some people, and it's just I don't. It's bullshit in my opinion. Take Two is just being a bunch of bitchy crybabies. Yeah. Well, it takes uh, two. Didn't that win like a bunch of awards at the at the uh, the game awards thing just the other yeah, day? Yeah. Uh, if I had that page up, I'd tell you what all the awards won. But it it, it it did win. It won a lot of awards. It was very well received. And apparently it's an extremely good co-op game. Sounds awful. I just found it interesting. Shut up. Go to hell. <laughs> it's just interesting that, I, that such a big company is being such a dick to such a small developer. That's so usually how it a works. a simple name. This is true. I mean, they're, they're, they're almost like EA. Ugh. At this point, so fuck them, I guess. Just how it goes. All right. Moving along. Icarus, last cohort. It's a new sci-fi co-op survival game that has just came out on December 4th. So you're playing this one. This is when you're playing, right, Solis? Yes. Can you give us a little info of what this game is? I mean, it's like Call of Duty no, where you shoot you people? Guys. No? No, fuck you guys. I don't, I don't <laughs> <laughs> uh so it's like it is a survival game that's based more on like well it's based on another planet that humans were trying to terraform it didn't go so well so now the world has extreme climate shifts so like when weather hits you get crazy storms the lightning will light your goddamn wooden house on fire that may have burned down on my friend's server on accident i don't know who would have done that crazy blizzards Sandstorms, if you're in obviously in a desert biome, there's winter biome, there's forest biome, wetlands biome, so there's different biomes, but it's you gotta survive. And there's actually a couple of YouTube docu series type things that kinda like they're uh live action that give kind of an explanation before uh a history of what's going on and why you're even there on this planet. Which the planet's called Icarus, that's why the game's called Icarus. But uh it's survival, you just gotta craft you start off with nothing unless you get this rare element called exotic, because I guess that's the best they could come up with names. <laughs> and uh, then you can buy things that you can take on to a mission with you. But I mean, for the first two to three missions, you start off with nothing but your suit and your hands. I mean, this sounds kind of similar to like um, like a Rust or Ark. You, just, you were saying before it wasn't. It's more of a hardcore survival. Uh, I mean, it does have building like Rust and Ark. Uh, there's no PvP. It's all PvE. You can't kill each other, but you're supposed to work together to make it to do things. And then there's no like beast taming or anything. Uh, and it's just you go through. A, there's a big tree of series of set of missions that are moving throughout the planet trying to discover new things is all. And each one thing about it is when you land... You're in an instance, and you have so many days, depending on what mission you choose, to do that 
mission. Otherwise, you fail and die. And it's real life days, so like seven days, so real life week, or four days, so whatever. When you complete that mission, you launch back into space, and everything you did during that instance gets erased. So you start over each time, but you collect this exotic stuff or whatever currency to help buy gear to help better prepare you for each time you go down. And you can get better suits, you can get pre-prepared meals, antidotes for poisons and stuff like that, antibiotics because you can get like pneumonia and stuff, better weapons, knives, pickaxes, axes, uh, shovels, better bows, stuff like that. So it's a interesting concept because I didn't know if I was going to like it or not, but I've got about 35 hours into it. So I guess I don't mind restarting over and over <laughs> and over again to do these missions. Now, how many players does this support? Uh, up to eight per server. And is this server, um, like, do you need to leave a PC running that, or is this server supported on the other end? No. Or? So this is what's interesting. It's, it's peer to peer as well as dedicated. So the server will be put on a dedicated, well, spot, and anyone can join at any time, but once that person joins, they now become the host of that server for the time being. So that way, anyone at any time that wants to play can play whenever, but it's not a true dedicated, so you don't have that awesome power that dedicated servers usually give. Okay, but it, it, it saves that progress. That it, it uploads that progress, so like, say if we were playing... And then nobody's on at that time, and you fire it up, it'll pull the progress from the last person. It, yeah, it saves that progress for everybody, which is why it was a little, little sad when a flash storm came through and burned down my buddy's house completely, pretty much. There was like <laughs> one wall left. There was a furnace and a couple of boxes left that had some stuff in it. But everyone's beds were gone. Majority of the other stuff was gone. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting there, and then they have this like, well, it, it almost looks like a broom, but it's like essentially to put out fires, a little fire whacker. <laughs> I'm sitting Cali there. whacker? Whole house is ablaze. No, you jackass. No. Whole house is on fire. And I'm sitting there one by one trying to do each individual balk. And I'll turn around and the places that I've already whacked been reignited. I'm like, this is fucking pointless. So I logged out and logged back in just to see how bad it was. And that actually stopped the fire. So it's a little cheaty, but it worked. No. Hacks, but everything else was Reported. pretty much gone. It was all pretty much gone, anyways. Don't even, don't even give me that. <laughs> now, what platform is this on? Is this PC only, or is this uh, on consoles? Yes, this is as I don't know if it's going to consoles anytime, but for now it is PC only, and it is a full release game. It's not a early access. They are going to still add content to it, so I guess it's. I mean, what everything is, games as a service. I mean, they're just going to keep adding content to it. And I don't know if they'll do DLCs or anything. But as far as I know, for now, everything just gets put in and it's free for now. Will the PC that uh, you're buying me play, be able to play this? Uh, no, because all I did was uh, uh, I just sent you wiener picks. Sorry. Uh, well, that'll work. All right. So you're, you're enjoying this game, um, having fun with it. Worth the buy? How much is it? No, you put me on the spot. I think it was uh thirty dollars. That's not bad. So you got your you already got your uh you know, your money's worth out of it. Oh, absolutely. I mean fuck, I I think it's great. So only thing cheaper than that is uh dollar dog night at the glory hall when Gunny's working. <sighs> right? Yeah, but is that really cheap or is it just not expensive? Yes. 
<laughs> I mean, what we were expecting. <laughs> That's cool. All right, so uh, you're saying definitely check it out if you have a P- if you're a PC gamer, you like survival games. It's, it's worth the purchase. Yeah, I'd say so. Cool. All right, let's uh, let's move right along. We're uh, blasting through this stuff. Up next, we have Halo Infinite. Uh, I kind of want to touch base on that. It's been out uh, since the eighth. Well, the the campaign has been out since the eighth. Multiplayer has been out for for a while now. But first up for multiplayer, there has been some updates, and on the fourteenth, we'll be getting four new playlists, and that includes Slayer, Fiesta, Free for All, and Tactical Slayer SWAT. Now they were saying they're having some issues implementing this stuff because of the way the uh, user interface is. Which I don't get. I don't understand. To me, it doesn't sound like it'd be that difficult to add an extra menu item to, to select. And how would you go? How do you go about creating a Halo multiplayer game and not put Slayer in? Like a lot of people just like to play Team Deathmatch. It just seems natural. Like currently, the way you do it now is if you play, you can choose between Arena, Big Team Battle, or Ranked. And within those selections, you you don't get a choice. You have to deal with either uh, what's the rotation? Slayer, Oddball, Capture the Flag, and Stronghold. So and it, so when you click on those items, you'll get put into a random game. It could be any of the above. So people like to play Slayer. I don't, just don't know why they didn't put a Slayer in by default, but on the 14th, you will have that option. Oh, also on the 14th, they're going to be getting rid of some frustrating mode-specific challenges and what challenges are or there a way to advance your battle pass for some strange reason they decided to implement challenges to for your progression and i i never understood that it just always seemed like a bad idea it's it's forcing people to play either game modes they don't enjoy or use weapons they don't like the way i look at it allow people to earn xp playing the game the way they want to play it don't tell them how to play it. Don't say well, you need to get you know ten kills with the hammer, or you got to you know drive the warthog five miles or something. You know, it's just let them play the game modes they want to play and, and earn uh, battle pass progression naturally, like like Call of Duty does. Just let them have at it. Are they not changing that though? They are not. No, uh, they're kind of kind of locked into the challenges things, but I think they're putting in easier ones to accomplish. Oh, okay. And I think they're doing it more. They're going to loop it into game mode specific. So like right now, you you have a challenge. They, they did make uh, a thing where if you play a game, you get X amount of XP. And over the course of 10 games, you'll earn XP just by doing that. But it's not that much. No, it was 50. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's more now. I think it's like 300 for the first time. Oh, it drops okay. to 200. and. It goes down to fifty now. They they changed that again. Like that, it's it's something that's been updated a few times. I just don't like it. I think if you're gonna have if you have people playing the game, let them play any way they want. Like they they kind of mm-hmm. screwed up this a little bit, and it's unfortunate. Now I'd be playing multiplayer a bit more. I kind of really like it. I just wish they would have gave more maps. And I was I thought maybe with the release of campaign that they would have given you a few more map options. I think right now there's like. Uh, five arena maps. That's the four versus four, and three big team battle maps. And I was hoping for a little bit more added when the game was released. I thought maybe they were hiding a few that were kind of spoilerific, you know, with the with the campaign. But 
I need to get back into Halo. Anyway, I have been playing the campaign, and so far this has been pretty good. I, I've been enjoying the campaign. I think I'm about a little past halfway, so I put some time into it. I think the campaign's like 11 hours, and I think there's like another 10 hours with side quests, so 20 hours total or something like that. I don't know. And it's interesting how they did this. So it's not like a linear path campaign. It's it's an open world environment. And as you progress, you you can unlock these uh, forward operating bases. You can rescue them and turn it back to um, the USNC side. And when you do, it opens up sections of the map and there's different things to do. Like you can go rescue soldiers, kill a high value target, um, different things. So I I enjoy it because I can hop on, I can pick a few items to do and bang them out real quick and you know move on. The campaign part will take a little bit longer. You'll you'll get sucked into something, but anyway, it's it, it looks great. The campaign looks amazing, and the addition of the uh, the grapple hook is awesome. I love the grapple hook. I think every game should have a grapple hook. The way this thing works, I can zip through the map. I can go anywhere I want. I can get on top of things, move all around. Uh, I feel like I'm Spider-Man. Like it's, it's you're essentially Master Chief Spider-Man. <laughs> it's it's pretty crazy. Didn't you hear they added Spider-Man to Fortnite even? So everyone oh, okay. is getting a Spider-Man. I'm telling you, like it's like there'll be times when like I figured out how to uh, use a grab hook, but just basically not even touch the ground. Like you're just swinging from different things to different things because there's a lot of elevation, a lot of things to climb, and it just makes it easy getting around. Oh, the one last thing I want to talk about the campaign, and which I really enjoy, the part that I really like the best was the boss fights. Uh, they're they're very challenging. Like you come across some of these bosses, and they whoop your ass. Like there was this one guy, Bassus or Brassus, I forget the guy's name. He's this big brute guy with the hammer, and he fucked your shit up. I mean, he was tough. If he sees you, he'll like charge at you and swing the the hammer at you, and you're dead. It was he was a pain in the ass to get past. I think it took me like like 10 attempts or so. I actually, at one point, shut the game down, had to go walk away, kick the dog, you know, do all that stuff. Uh, came back a while later and, and managed to get past them. But no. I mean, yeah, you don't boss- want it to be too easy. No, no. So it's it's good. You know, there's definitely uh, some challenge. I mean, obviously, if there was co-op in this, you would just kind of blow past it. So thankfully, there's no co-op. But I mean, don't they have different difficulty levels? Yeah, yeah, I'm, and I'm just playing on normal. I just play. I always play games on normal. Like, I can't imagine mm-hmm. if you're on legendary. I would phew, forget it. <laughs> I don't need that kind of headache in my life. Probably takes you three magazines to kill someone. <sighs> it sounds like the div- uh, not, yeah the division, the bad guys in the division. <laughs> yes, <laughs> takes you like three hundred rounds to kill someone. It's like what? Now, Solus, you quit. You rage quit Halo, didn't you? Yes. How come? What 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 did it for you? Honestly, I I don't know because I'd play multiplayer, and from what I saw, I actually wasn't that bad. But for some reason, I just would get so freaking frustrated that I was like, "Okay, this isn't healthy." Because I'm getting very frustrated with this game. I'm starting to think that it's actually got subliminal messaging to piss people off at this point. Because I was like, "I've never gotten this angry at a game before," and it makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. It's like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm done. I'll go back to play. <laughs> COD or something because I never I never got that angry when I played COD in Warzone but just something about playing Halo multiplayer just was pissing me off when I die it's like because it okay so it takes an entire clip to kill somebody right but I always felt like it take the other guy two rounds and I'd be insta dead yeah you suck so I don't know 
Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I guess I was. That's the thing. I didn't suck. I looked at the scoreboard. You were worse than me. You Man. were almost always at the bottom of the scoreboard. Oh, please. I was allowing you to shine. All right. Don't start. But <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I, I'll, I'm going to give the campaign a try, of course, because I got Game Pass. So I'm going to check it out. Yeah, it's worth it. It's it's uh, they did a pretty good job with it. And I'm, like I said, I'm enjoying it. I'm not one to play single player campaigns, so I usually don't. I haven't played the Call of Duty single player campaign yet. And I probably won't. And what else? You know, I, I know you were talking about when you say get angry, like some games do that. You know, Destiny multiplayer did that to me. The Iron Banner. Like, I get so competitive. That and oh, Paladins is the other one. The, uh, that game mm-hmm. Paladins and um, Overwatch knockoff. Mm-hmm. I, I really enjoyed that game. I, I got so competitive, frustrated, angry at people. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, that was a... <laughs> I was like, I got to stop playing. I'm like, I'm getting a little too worked up. It's just a game. Like, Call of Duty, I don't give a shit usually. Um, all right. Let's, let's move on to the next one. Battlefield 2042. This is a game I think I've put all of two hours into. I know we were talking about hours prior to the to the podcast. Uh, I'm trying. I try. I play a game, and I just I don't know what it is. It doesn't do it for me. But um, there's been some updates, and I think the last one was update 3.1. And it looks like they added a few things that might help. They had improvements to bolt hit registration which I've seen videos of guys with LMGs lighting up a crowd of bad guys and not one single hit marker. It was crazy. So it looks like they fixed that. Uh, balance changes for bullet dispersion and recoil. Xbox crossplay can now be enabled, disabled in the Xbox menu. Apparently you couldn't do that in the game. You can only do that on the actual Xbox itself. And they made improvements to ensure aim assist is a bit more consistent. So have have these updates helped you guys at all, or I know you I guys are still so. playing it? Yeah, I've. I mean, I've. Yeah, you just saw how many hours. I think I have seventy seven hours, and it looks like. So yeah, I've been playing it quite a bit. The dispersion is a big deal because that's you know how much how far away from where you're aiming the bullets actually will land, and the worst ones really. I mean, you mentioned the LMGs, but actually the worst was actually the assault rifles. They were, you, you couldn't hit anybody with an assault rifle. It was that bad. Once they patched them, though, they're, they're spot on now. They're where they need to be. I, I will say, you know, I've only played on PC, so I can't speak to any of the trouble struggles um, console players have had. But I've not experienced any major issues. I don't think I've experienced any minor. Well, I guess there's been a couple times where I've loaded into a game and, like, it won't load for, like, some, a member of our party. But other than that, you know, we just all end up leaving and they restart the game and we go on with our lives. Two of my friends, actually, I think it happened to Solus too. There was a bug with the last patch where it could mess with your mouse and your mouse would be <laughs> fine while you're in a vehicle. But then when you get out of the vehicle, you couldn't turn move left or right with your mouse. And uh, it was just some tweaking you had to do. Basically, you could either delete your profile settings and it would rebuild your profile automatically or there was some specific lines you could just delete out and it would fix it as well so i don't do any customizations though so i'm just using the straight default key bindings so i don't know if that's why it didn't happen to me but now would that change like if you change sensitivity of your controller or your your sensitivity of your mouse keyboard and stuff like that if you delete your profile would that wouldn't that wipe that as well that would drive me bananas 
it would. And this, like I said, it, it was only this last patch that had that glitch. And like I said, there was a way you could actually go in and, and I don't know if it happened to controllers at all. I know everybody know that it's happened to as a mouse user. And like I said, there was actually, if you just go in, it's, you just open the file in notepad and there was some specific lines. I don't remember what they are off the top of my head now, but there's some specific lines that something to do with mouse. And if you just delete those lines and leave all the rest of your settings alone, it's fine. It fixes it. You just restart the game and you're good to go. But yeah, we, we get on there and, and goof around a lot. Solus has joined us a few times. You know, I'll get on there. If I'm, if I'm bored on my own, I'll use the uh, solo and co-op mode and just go into a map against bots and just screw around and, you know, get Since unlock attachments. kills them. Not anymore. Hole. They fixed that. You can't do that anymore. <laughs> it was funny, though. <laughs> it was. What he's saying is he used that to get all the attachments he could as soon as he could, and now that it's gone, he can't do that no more. Well, I can. It's just not as fast. It used to be, so they, they, they moved all of the uh, rooftop, what are those called? Checkpoints? Capture points? They moved all the capture points off of roofs. So there, there used to be some that were at the top of the skyscraper on Kaleidoscope, which is uh, supposed to be in Singapore, I think. And um, it would just be very hard to to play when you're playing multiplayer because everybody just spawns there, and so the attackers can never defeat the you know because it's it's this is in the mode breakthrough, which is the Battlefield 2042's version of Rush. So you've, the attackers have a limited number of tickets, and the defenders have infinite tickets. So they just keep respawning there, and you know you basically almost can't overwhelm them to be able to to take the point. They fix that though by moving the capture points to the ground. So they got rid of the single capture point that was on top of the skyscraper, and now there's one in the basement of the skyscraper, as well as a second one. They have to capture both. That's to like outside of the skyscraper between and like on the road between it and another building. I mean, they did that, but I don't think it was because of people using it as a grind point. It was mostly because people didn't stop bitching about it being a capture. Oh yeah. No, no. Yeah. It wasn't because of the grind. Yeah. No, it wasn't because of the grind. It was because of the multiplayer and how challenging it was. I mean, I think of all the games I've played to break through multiplayer, I think one time I saw a team actually capture the point successfully. And it was the final point, so it was like win the game or lose the game based on that point alone, really. Mm-hmm. Have you guys tried any of the uh, the portal game modes? I've seen like Jack Frags show a couple. One was really neat. Like he th- they had a uh, a map that, and you were I guess you was using your um, the wingsuit, and you had to fly through uh, these different circles. Somehow he made the the guy who made the portal map made these circles. You had to fly through. I seen some stuff for like the World War II, <laughs> some Milsim, like hardcore Milsim, no HUD stuff. Have you tried any of the portal stuff yet? Or so, yeah, uh, I, go ahead. Fine, I will. Anyways, <laughs> uh, I just wanted to make a comment on that. Uh, the rings were made out of enemy units parachuting because they don't have actual ways. So if you actually take a close look at it, unless they redid it, it was an enemy paratroopers that were somehow suspended in the air with their parachutes open and made a ring with them. That's hilarious. Yeah. I was like, okay. I mean, I guess if you're going to do something interesting and totally off the wall, that'll, that'll do it. Yeah. I have, um, we did, well, they did for a little while. They had a limited time mode of, they called it battlefield 2042 rush. So it was actually the old classic rush style game mode, but on the battlefield 2042 maps, we played that. 
we gave 1942 a try given a um it was like a vanilla 1942 setup and i forgot how terrible that was <laughs> i think if my teammates would have been more familiar with or remembered the game a little bit better it might have been more fun but basically they choose chose to keep spawning in where there was two tanks attacking a point and only one of them had bazookas and obviously if there's two tanks you're not going to blow up both tanks before they find you and kill you if you're launching rockets at them <laughs> but uh yeah i think some of the portal modes look, looks pretty interesting though there's some other ones i want to check out I know Jack Frags actually has one right now that's a gun game that goes from 1942 to 2042. <laughs> so cool. you go through all the game, all the guns in all the different games, game modes. Jesus, but that's a long round. Yeah, I don't, I don't know the details on it. I just know that's what it's called. And I saw that a couple other YouTubers have played it and put up videos on it. I just haven't had time to watch any of them yet. There's a, what is it? One YouTuber I watched, Karma Cut. And he made a Milsim style server that he's been pretty happy with. I mean, he's huge on Milsim, playing like squad and stuff. Big into it. Hates standard Battlefield 2042, but made his own little portal that's been pretty popular with stuff. Lala even posted a yeah video. I think of I think I don't know if it was Karma Cutter or Operator Drewski, but they no, both I think it was the first one play together. Said, yeah, yeah, but they both play together and like to do that Milsim. Milsim stuff, so I was thinking about maybe trying that server out, see how it goes. Yeah, that sounds interesting. I, I do need to revisit this. I was kind of waiting for them to patch it up a little bit. I tried. <laughs> I play a game, and I think my biggest issue is just them getting away from the standard battlefield, uh, like, not squads, um, the roles, the class system. I know, like, with Battlefield 1 and Battlefield 5 and 4, like, you, you, you trip over, like, the ammo and the med packs. And here, you don't seem to ever be able to get someone to give me any ammo or stuff. So I feel like I have to carry it. Otherwise, I'll run out of ammo. Yeah, my my group of friends that, that play pretty regularly, two of us consistently are using tossing the ammo boxes down. Then the other guy will switch around between... Uh, uh, one of the rocket launchers, like the M5 or the AA launcher, usually one of the M5s is a little more useful. Yeah. And uh, the spawn beacon. And I don't know what Grim ever carries because he's, he's yeah. useless. I agree. Dick Nugget, don't make me hurt you. <laughs> I will throw a box of kittens at you. Uh, well, shit, yeah, when I was playing with you guys, because that was the thing, is I was running something, I can't remember, but I switched to the M5 because you guys were running ammo. The other guy was running Spawn Beacon. It was like, it was working out pretty good. And then we started getting vehicles and destroying yep. things, and it was fun. Yep. And they, they did tone down the bolt. I don't know if you've seen that yet, Grim, but um, the M5C bolt, it's this fast attack tank. It looks like the old Cobra Asp from G.I. Joe. And as you level it up, it starts out with just a, uh, a Gatling gun type of cannon on top, but you can upgrade it to a 30 millimeter cannon. And that thing was so overpowered <laughs> because yeah. this thing can do like 60 miles an hour across the across the grass and is just hauling ass, flies in, blasts the hell out of everybody, and then takes off again before it can get blown up. Mm -hmm. We actually beat, uh, my friend and I, before they patched it, we beat a tank and two AA guns at the same time with just a bolt. And that's definitely shouldn't happen in my opinion so yeah that's a bit they've, overpowered they've 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 lowered it that uh they've increased how fast it overheats 
and they've reduced the amount of rounds that you can shoot before it overheats. Mm. So I think that's what they did. All they did. I can't remember now, but it's, it's still good, but it's not as good as it was. And the helicopters too, they, the little birds were very overpowered originally too. They're called night birds. All the helicopters were overpowered. I'd run anti-air and I would shoot them and then they'd flare off and then they would just take off. And before I could even get another lock on, they were way out of range. Expect, yeah. I mean, Little, Little Bird was like a rocket. It literally almost flew as fast as its missiles. But even the bigger helicopters, I still had a lot of trouble getting a lock on before they were out of range before I could, so I could hit them. Yeah, and then they seemed to take a lot of hits too. Like I would try to shoot them yes. down because they would, you know, they pissed me off. I'm, you would think like one missile would take out a uh, the little a little bird. At, at I mean, least, they yeah. have they had the flares and they can dodge. So you'd figure if you do manage to hit it, you think it would take it out, but no. Which I found hilarious when all the helicopter pilots started bitching about the people putting C five on the drones as a countermeasure because because there was no nothing we could do. So they were. I, I mean, I don't know how many times I got a drone so super close to a helicopter and not enough time to like tase it like I would with that I could because like I'd get like near tanks and stuff with the drone and tase them and disable their weapons. Couldn't really do that with the helicopters, but I definitely could get it close enough, long enough to for someone to blow some C4, C5 up. But now they're going to get rid of that little option. Go figure. Hmm. Like the old C4 UAV thing back in Battlefield Bad Company 2. We used to do that while playing mm-hmm, Rush. Exactly. <laughs> and then they patched it all out of that too. Well, one of these days, I'll maybe. Running fun. Maybe after I get the Call of Duty guns all geared up, maybe I'll, I'll fire it up again. I don't know. We'll see. I hate you. Understood. I, I try. Yeah. I, well, you know what? <laughs> uh, well, we can move. I'm going to move over to CODs now since we're, we're talking about that. But I, I got to tell you, like, I really enjoy vanguard's multiplayer they they uh they brought it back to like the modern warfare style style engine and i i don't mind playing it at all i i I like it anyway so let's go into a call of duty some of the news there the big news was the warzone map uh verdansk is gone now we have caldera and caldera is a pacific tropical island and that came out on the 8th I am still learning this map. I haven't played Warzone that much. I think I've only played for two nights. So I'm still new to the area. I mean, new to the map. I don't know all the ins and outs. In fact, last night we got a win, but we were like running from the gas and we were going to take it one way to take you through like these tunnels and we just weren't sure where the hell they went. So I'm like, no, we better not risk it. Yeah. So it's, it's all new map. It's completely different. Uh, there's things I like about it, just things I do not like about it. The biggest problem I have with it right now, we'll just start with the cons. And that's the constant noise. All you hear is airplanes, 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 airplanes. And whether it's the, the player controlled airplanes, because they're flying around airplanes now, whether it's precision airstrikes that are always going off, or just the, the airplanes that fly over the map, the NPC ones that just constantly fly over, you just hear airplanes, a constant drone of engine noise it's maddening and then to top it off i guess the map to to simulate being in a war zone it has flak being shot at the npc airplanes so you hear these explosions going off all the time which sounds almost exactly like footprints and it's just nonstop. it doesn't end it doesn't and it's so loud it's it's crazy i i wish they would uh fix that i wish i would get rid of it like it's just so unnecessary 
uh, in a battle royale where you need to listen, you need to sound tour. You can't in this game. You can't hear anything. Uh, the other issue I have is the map looks washed out. I don't know why it's the way it is, but it looks like the brightness on my TV's turned all the way up. I tried playing around with like the HDR brightness, but it doesn't seem to fix it. <sighs> I don't know. I think that's because they were trying to counter the complaints about how uh, gray everything was in Verdansk. It'd be okay. Like I, I just think if like if it wasn't washed out, but they could at least put color in the map. I and mean, it looks like the map has color. It just looks like you have the brightness on your TV jacked up to a hundred. You know, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Unfortunate. Um, and and the floor loot kind of blows. Um, the weapons you find on the ground when you first land. Uh, I haven't really found anything that's really that good. And you really need to rely on the floor loop because you can't buy your loadout until the first circle closes. And the, you get a free loadout after that, like 10 seconds later. Then you can buy loadouts from the buy station. So it's you're there for a good portion, you know, about five minutes, uh, and you, you're using floor loot, and it's, it's all kind of garbage. Like you'll fire a gun and it just goes straight to the ceiling. It's brutal. Other than that, uh, the map, it's it's nice new map. I like the fact that there's no more heartbeat sensor. I'm playing the Vanguard only version, so I'm not. I haven't switched over to you know the the one where they have all the Call of Duties combined into it. So I'm playing Vanguard only, and the uh, you, you don't have the heartbeat sensor. Heartbeat sensor was basically OP. It never runs out of. You can use it all the time, so it forces you to run Ghost as a perk. Otherwise, opposing enemies could see you on the map real easy. I always ran the heartbeat sensor because it, it was so important to find people. And then the weapons aren't laser beams at the moment. I think they're working on uh, changing that because they want the Vanguard weapons to be OP because they want to sell Vanguard. So right now, I think the other Call of Duty guns are better, but I'm not playing that mode. There's a couple different modes. You can play the one with it mixed or you can play one that's Vanguard only, like I said before. So these guns require skill to use. I, I enjoy that. I think the gun shouldn't be laser beams. It shouldn't unload a 60-round mag into a person and not have any recoil. I think there should be recoil. So I like it. Boo. Yeah. Well, it's it's good. Um, <laughs> then I like I like the multiplayer. I like the multiplayer player better at the moment. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see. They got to get rid of the sound issues. Okay, so upcoming for things for Vanguard, they're, they're going to be releasing soon the uh, the holiday bullshit. So they're going to have a festive fervor event, and they'll give you like a, a bunch of challenges, like 10, 13 challenges to complete. And at the end of that, when you complete them all, you'll get some uh, epic rarity LMG blueprint, customize your guns with. They're going to release an Armageddon mode, and this is like the Call of Duty drop zone where they'll have a hard point. You stand in the hard point, and the longer you stay in it, it'll drop like um, the care packages with kill streaks, and they'll they'll constantly drop, and you can get them and use them on the enemies. Elf Team Six. This one, I'm not sure entirely how this will work. There'll be a, I guess, an NPC. This Elf Team Six guy. They'll be running around and. If you kill him, you will earn kill streaks. So I haven't seen this one. I think they had it before. I've never played it. And the, the game mode I like is uh, Krampus. 
that he's going to be coming to Vanguard, and he will target whoever is the least impressive objective score and eliminate them with a finishing move. So I love this. So you get the dopes that don't play the objective. Krampus is coming to kick your ass. <laughs> I like this. They should always have this in the game all the time. I agree. Because I always play the objective. I totally agree. How do you play a game, an objective game, and not play the objective? Like, how do you, do, do people like losing? Is kills more important than losing or winning? Drives me bananas. I don't get it. Uh, and they'll be adding some of the Christmas shit to Warzone as well. They'll have uh, festive fir tree areas where you'll be able to go into like a a little zone in Warzone. And if you uh, hold it for X amount of time, it'll drop supply boxes giving you extra loot. And apparently Krampus will also be in Warzone, Caldera, and Rebirth. And he will just randomly target players to, to kill him. And if you kill him, you can you will earn a special permanent reward. Um, yes, yeah, so that's all the things that are going on in Call of Duty. Solos, you should really play this one. You would like it. No. <laughs> what do you mean no? Just, I don't, I don't know. No. It's actually good. You know what's funny? They just uh, released two new maps for the game. One of them is a remake. And I used to play this map all the time in Modern Warfare 3. It was called Dome. And I know in and out But they released it to this game. And they, I guess they changed the uh, the textures in it. I am so f- completely lost. I can't figure out where the fuck I am. You know that was a remake in Modern Warfare 3, right? Oh, was it? Uh, no, I didn't yeah, even know it was that. Yeah, that was originally in uh, the first um, COD 5, World at War. Okay. That was that was where Dome originally came. Actually, that was one of the first ones that I remember, or the one that I remember the most, that it had. Uh, it actually had tanks. Each side got one tank. Okay. That would spawn Jeez. in, and you could jump in and tr- control the tank, and then jump out if you needed to or whatever, but... Yeah. I had to play it there too because I played ever since Modern Warfare, the original. I'm so lost. Like they changed, they they totally decorated it to be like a World War II version. And I, I'm i lost. I, I go around there and I'm like, I have no idea where I'm at. And it's so weird because I used to play that map all the time. It's funny that that made me remember being upset. You know, you mentioned about Halo earlier, not having uh, many maps. And I was looking because I was curious. And Battlefield 2042 has seven new maps. They launched the game with seven maps. I know there's a lot of other content in the game, but there's only seven maps. Like even going back to like Battlefield 2, that had 12 when it launched and 15 by the end. So it's like they need to get, get on it with a lot of these games getting more maps out faster. I remember that uh Cold War felt like it never had enough maps when I was playing it and um I think Modern Warfare did okay. But uh, I'll be interested to see how they do with Vanguard with releasing more maps. I, they'll release a few. Um, they don't do map packs anymore, so they'll everyone will have access to them, which is good. But they don't seem to release as much. Like with uh, Cold War, you didn't get that many additional maps. You did get some, and most of them were remakes. But Halo would be nice if they just had Forge, because people could create their own maps. And yep. then Bungie could just do community map playlists with they they used to have before with halo 5 and stuff um and some of those maps got brought in and were pretty good i mean some of the stuff people do with forge is amazing i mean i can make a box in forge it may not be even square but <laughs> do you cut a hole in the box <laughs> hey peek inside <laughs> it's the grg way <laughs> i'm gonna have to do that now make a grg map <laughs> I'll do the glory hole. Oh, oh anyway. 
<laughs> so that's I mean that's pretty much it for games. I think uh I don't think we have anything else for game wise uh, as far as news. Everything's come out. I just kind of wanted to revisit some of the titles that were out because we we missed last episode and we had a chance to actually play some of these titles like we we were talking about before playing them, you know, now we got to play them and see how our thoughts were or still are. All righty. I think we'll, we'll go on to uh, TV and shows. And, well, I didn't watch this because I don't watch anything at all anymore. Um, Netflix cancels Cowboy Bebop after one full season. Netflix uh, fails fast and <laughs> fails quick. It's just when it decides it doesn't like something, boom. I mean, I, from what I heard in chat, people seem to like this and it was similar to the anime, but I didn't watch that either. So I don't know. Have you guys watched Cowboy Bebop? No. I watched the original anime, but I haven't watched the Netflix version at all. I was kind of waiting to see how, how it played out, if people liked it or not. I think people liked it. I think just Netflix didn't think they made enough money. So they're like, yeah, fuck you guys. Yeah. Well, if that's the case, it's because they didn't make enough. They didn't make enough money from people liking it. So, huh. I think it was the problem was or, I think it was more of a niche thing because I mean that's a you're trying to do an anime live action of an mm-hmm. older show that a lot of kids nowadays that do like anime probably I mean they've probably seen it but not aren't fascinated with it like they are with the newer stuff right so it didn't get the attention it probably deserved yeah I've heard of Cowboy Bebop from before the Netflix stuff. I've just never. Well, I don't watch. Oh yeah, I mean, I've heard of it plenty. That I mean, any anyone that's like from the '90s has gone like and liked any type of anime was like Cowboy Bebop, Cowboy Bebop. So like, they all know about it. Yeah, the other one I know about is Bleach. Yep. <laughs> the thing is, too, is that the uh, the anime was only twenty six episodes. I think. Yeah, I didn't think it was a long running. It's not like One Piece that's trying to hit one thousand episodes. Oh right. boy. <laughs> Uh, and goes nowhere from what uh, like I've I've watched it a bit but every time I start I can never even get that far because I'm like it's it's like it just never ends this is like the same concept over and over and over and over and over so I'm like yeah I can't do it it sounds like uh the shows I'm trying to muscle through just to get to the end and that's the, uh, fear, the, walking the walking, dead? Yeah, fear the walking dead <laughs> yeah fear the walking dead I already knew it's so brainless I'm watching one of the last few episodes I was watching, they were, it's mind-numbing. It's it's terrible. Morgan gets captured by these bad guys, and then he somehow overpowers this guy that has an M16 in his face. He's on the ground, and he overpowers him and gets the gun off. I'm like, how does that even happen? But he, he does, and he doesn't want to kill him. So he, he decides he's not going to kill him. And then five minutes later, they kill him. <laughs> <laughs> they run into the other girl and she has a trap and they they kill him. I'm like, well, what's the, what was the whole point of that? Like, I, I uh, it's just it's painful. It's 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 rough. The one girl chops her arm off because she got bit, and she saves her arm bones and is using that as a prosthesis or prosthetic or prosthetic. Yeah, like her arm bones. She has her her, arm her bones. own arm. Oh yes, yes. That's. Interesting. I don't understand the logic behind that. I it was yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. It's it's the. I'm trying to watch it because they have some of the. 
the end game stuff in these shows, like where they're taking the, the, the Walking Dead, the original show, towards. But it's it's painful. It's really, truly painful. But I don't even want to give them any more time or effort. Oh, speaking of, I forgot about the TV and shows, The Expanse Season 6 just started. So I watched the uh, the first episode. I guess they're going to just release it once, uh, one episode per week. And um, a lot of action in this one. There was, there was some action, a lot of uh, space battles and great show, man. This, this is truly a fantastic show. I actually, I started to watch it a couple years ago and then got sidetracked and never circled back to it. And then talking with GRG member Fish over the summer, decided to start reading the books. And I'm on the last book that just came out uh, right after Thanksgiving, the okay. week after Thanksgiving. And so I'm, I'm about 60% through the last book. So I kind of want to finish that before I try to go back to watching the show. Yeah. And uh, I think that the books go further in time than the show will possibly. Yeah, I don't think so with the show because they they wanted to wrap it up early, which I I think they could have kept this one going, but I don't know. It's only six seasons and it's so good that Jeff Bezos bought it just so he can finish it out. <laughs> <laughs> I've read I started reading the books for those and I don't know I got stuck I think on the second book and never got back to it. Never got back to it. I like to read the see, you know, Dick and Jane books, see Dick Run. Whatever. I I think the second one was a little bit slow to get started, but it was good, and it gets better. Fish recommended the uh, the Joe Ledger books, and I've been enjoying those. Um, and that's basically this dude who's kind of like Jack Bauer from Twenty Four, and he works for this special uh, government agency, a super secret Department of Military Sciences, and they wound up battling shit like uh semi-supernatural stuff like zombies like the first one the first book deals with uh, these terrorists that create the zombie virus and he's got to fight them so it's like man-made supernatural shit cool it's cool but it's it's easy reading it's light reading and what i like are chapters are super short so maybe like three or four pages and he has like a million chapters so i can kind of re- pick it up read it for like five ten minutes and make progress but that's what I've been reading. So I'm like on book six now. I've been banging them out. Alrighty. Any other TV and shows, movies, anything of uh, interest or are we all good? No. No. You're not watching anything? We're, no. We're actually, we actually have gone back and um, we're watching Vikings. I think we're on season three. Excellent. Excellent show. <laughs> and then we also just finished watching um, The Lost Symbol. It was on, I think it was, Am- was that Amazon or? I think it was Peacock, actually. I don't think I've seen that one. I think it was online only. I think. I'm not sure. But it's the uh, Dan Brown, the author. It's one of his stories. Basically, it's like the like the first story that has the main character, whose name I totally can't think of now. Is this the one, the movie from Tom Hanks? The, yeah. The um, I, I know what you're saying. I just don't know off the top of my head. Uh, Robert Langdon novels. Yes, he did. He did Angels and Demons, The Da Vinci Code, all that stuff. That's it. Mm-hmm. So this is this is like a prequel, basically. I think to that. So, uh, but it was it was really good, and it uh, it definitely it picked up. Originally, I think it was only supposed to be one season, and then they, uh, it did really well. So they actually at the last episode they added on a little bit and uh, basically are setting it up so that they'll be continuing on to the next season. Oh, there you go. Or to a next season. 
I'm trying to think what else we've watched recently. I think that was about it, really. Vikings is great. Now, did you see it when they had the time jump where uh, the kid Bjorn Ironside grows up? Yes. Yeah, that was a, that was like season two. Yeah, he's dude's jacked. Like all of a sudden he's like this little kid. And next thing you see is mountain of a man. It's like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. That's such a great I love that show. That's such a great show. And and Lagertha is oh oh yep. my God. I have the hots for her. Oh my oh my goodness. Keep her in a little Viking outfit. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know why we didn't it didn't get on my radar when it was on, but uh Somebody mentioned something about it, and I was like, hey, we should check that out. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Uh, what's the one with Uhtred, son of Uhtred? Um, uh, Last Kingdom. King? Last Kingdom? Yeah. That's, yeah, I've start- follow up we with started that. that one. Okay. It's like a, that's like the low, that's the cheaper budget Vikings. Vikings. I was amazed about Vikings because they always have these huge battles, a lot of them on water with the boats. And you know, it just, it must cost bank to make an episode for Vikings. And they mm. did it fairly often. And it was it was a show wasn't on History Channel or some craziness like it wasn't even on like it a was major- on History Channel but it was done with in conjunction with some Canadian production or Man. something. Just a massive amount of money it must have cost them to to film some of that stuff. It's a great show yeah. though, awesome. Yeah, I've been enjoying it. All right, well I think that's going to do it for this episode of the Reapercast. I want to thank everybody for being on. Thank you, Crowbar and Solus for being on. Mm-hmm. Thanks, thanks for having us. As always, I'd like to remind everyone to stop by our forums at forums.grimreapergamers.com to see everything we're up to. I am trying to work out a updated schedule for game nights and community nights. I think I have a couple ideas I want to do for that, but I'd like to, to get some Halo, Call of Duty, custom games going again, some Forza race nights, so keep an eye out for that. Also, follow us on Twitter at grgamers.com spelled to D-O-T and with that we are out of here stay safe and get your game on bye bye later